Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Manxiety Podcast. We're your hosts, Ashad and Matt. Before we get started, if you're enjoying the show, please subscribe so you can get notified of new episodes. If you want to share this with your friends, you can find us on all podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Hey, what's that saying, Matt? Um, don't don't build walls, build bridges. I I think I've heard that before. Yeah. Right. Uh, we're gonna be talking about building walls today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Kind of, kind of kidding. We're gonna be talking about boundaries. Boundaries, people. Y'all gotta have some boundaries and respect each other's boundaries. Because when you don't, people get anxious, or they just get mad. I saw Mad Mad Matt today. Matt Matt Mad Mad Matt. It's a it's a really saw, shitty it's a Mad, really Mad, shitty Mad. spinoff of the Mad Max movies. It's called Mad Matt. Um, I yep, just I, I just I drive saw, around in a busted fucking Honda. <laughs> pretty much, I saw I saw Mad Matt Matt Mad today. It's a tongue twister, guys. Mad Matt Matt. That makes sense. Mad, Matt, mad today. There yes, you you're calling me Mad Matt, and I am mad. I, I, I get it. But other real yes. tongue twisters suck. Like the sh- she sells she sells seashells by, by the, the seashore. Seashore. Why, why does that suck? Because we went over this. I had a lisp as a fucking kid. You asshole. <laughs> How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Is that one really considered a tongue twister? I always thought that one was. Easy. It is. Can you say it? How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? I guess you can, but it's supposed to be wood, <laughs> not could. Where? How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck cut chuck wood? Because you want to say like wood multiple times, right? I've so probably like, been how saying much it wood, wrong my wood, whole life, oh, to wood. be honest. I've probably just never gotten it right. Fifth grade yeah. me is going to start crying. So you can't say uh, she sells seashells by the seashore, by the seashore she sells seashells? Whatever the fuck you just did there, whatever Eminem rap you just concocted, <laughs> I cannot do that. <laughs> I go she shells she shells by the she shore. That, that's that's like that's how I say it when I say it fast. Um, that's pretty funny. And anyway, cut. We're, we're not talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that was the episode, guys. Thank you for listening into our episode on uh, uh, tongue twisters. But no, we we are talking about boundaries. And uh, Matt, I think we need to set some boundaries uh, for this for the show. I, I think it's gone on too long. No more tongue twisters on the show, Matt. You're embarrassing yourself. I agree. This, setting this boundary right now. From this point on, no more of those. I'm drawing a metaphorical line in the sand on my um, fancy whiteboard desk. There's a line. Ooh. Do not cross that oh. line, good sir. You have a whiteboard desk? Yeah, That's you know cool. this. Nobody, at, None of our listeners know this. Sure, I did. I'm just kidding. I I did actually know that. <laughs> like, um, is this some weird example <laughs> of a boundary? I was like, <laughs> no, no, it's not. Can you actually give us an example of a boundary, though, Matt? Do you have any uh, other than like the U.S. Mexico border boundary? Are you trying to bait me into what we were talking about earlier? No, I just want you to give me a boundary. Um, sure. I mean, you can talk about what we talked about earlier because you just experienced that and it's still fresh on your mind. All right. Well. There's a uh, an old wise tale that we tell amongst our friends that is wise um, wise tale. Yes, it's not a tongue twister. Fuck off. Um, no, I think I think the saying is an old wives tale, like a wife, multiple wives. 
not not are we just wise. about to like destroy my entire is it wives tale or no it's a wise tale no I'm, I'm pretty sure it's an old wives tale like like multiple wives maybe maybe there's old wise tale too i do see an old oh wise... it is old no. wives tale no it is no, old, wise no, old wise tale oh common errors in english fuck <laughs> 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 I just blew your mind, man. Fuck. All right. Well, you know what? I never learned how to speak properly. Apparently, <laughs> just just plug out your microphone and and just leave it off. Yeah. Beep. <laughs> um, old, whatever. There's a fucking story I'm about. Wives' to tell. tale. There's, there's a legend has it in our friend group <laughs> that um, a shot is always late to everything, and he not was, to everything. This, this is the boundary part of this, <laughs> where you're like, I'm always on time. I love being on time. I'm never late. And I was like, except for every time we record the podcast. <laughs> right, right. So so, so people have to understand is that um, I, I hate being late, right, to like events and like things people invite me to on time mm -hmm. and obviously work meetings because I get fired. Mm -hmm. uh, but outside of that, uh, I my, my schedule is... Uh, it's kind of loosey goosey, or I I just don't, I don't keep track of time as well as I can, or I don't like estimate my time as well as I can outside of those things. But but when it comes to things like that, I'm like half an hour early. And there's a great tale, actually. There's a great story. A that, wise that comes tale. With that. There's a there's a great great old wise tale. <laughs> no, so so this is an actual thing, right? So I I get anxious if I'm if I'm running late. Okay, and it's something that I've been working on for the past couple of years uh, because I I hate being late. And the reason I hate being late is because everyone in my family is always late, okay? So my dad is always like an hour late to everything. My sister is always like, well, not anymore that much, but my sister used to be like an hour late to everything, at least half an hour, but close to an hour. Um and it's 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 very common uh, across Armenians to be fashionably late to everything. So, you know, they invite people somewhere at seven o'clock, expecting them to show up at eight eight thirty. So it's a it's a very common thing, right? Like when we when we have parties, we deliberately put an earlier time than we're planning on actually starting the party because of this, which kind of sucks, and I hate it. Um, but uh, you know. Like I said, I've been working on it over the past couple of years. So now, uh, or not working on that, but I, because of that, I always tried to show up early. Uh, but now I've sort of been like working on myself a little bit to like loosen up a little bit and ease up. And, you know, it's okay to be late sometimes to things, depending on what it is. So the, the story goes, when I was in high school, certain someone who is uh, now my wife invited me to her birthday party um at you know whatever 7 p.m or something at her house so me being the you know on-time person that i am showed up at 6 30 you know expecting people to be there and you know expecting to get the party started you know right at seven you know socialize and stuff uh so i walk in there's literally no one there except her parents and i believe two of her best friends and they are all still setting up and this is uh, Way before me and her were, you know, very close or anything. This is when I was still hitting her chair in chemistry and uh, doing stupid shit because I didn't know how to flirt. But, um, yep, so I 
I show up, and and she heard the story, and she literally just rushed into the room. So I I show up like half an hour before she's invited anyone. I'm kind of there, being kind of awkward, and I I hang out for like five minutes, and then I get very embarrassed, and I say I'll sh- I'll come back later, and I just I leave, and I I don't show my face again. With a lame excuse that it was his uncle's birthday the same night. There was no coming back from that. I don't know how you came back. I didn't. No, like, I mean, I don't know how we're together after that. I mean, <laughs> there wow. was no way I mean, of you reviving yourself from that. A, a shot. <laughs> it's it's so great that we're going to celebrate my sister's birthday, which is the same day as Andrea's birthday, and your uncle. Wow, they all have the same birthday. What are the odds of that? I know. That's, that's yeah. just, wow. Actually, funny enough, my grandma's birthday is on the same day as Andrea's birthday, so... You should have used that. I should have. Oh, but maybe that's what I meant, babe. <laughs> uh, I think I you would so need to apologize him. to some people if you're confusing those two. <laughs> anyway, that, that that was the story. Is he is he yeah. still late all the time? Can you confirm? Oh, she can't hear you. I'm the only one with headphones on. Mm, of course. He, he's You're setting that boundary right. I was saying, is, is he still late all the time? He's only late to the podcast. That's what we were talking about, no, his boundaries today. No, no. I'm mm. the late one, and he just always. Now I have to tell him the cool, cool kids are late all the time, <laughs> and that no one wants to be the awkward kid at the party waiting for people to set up anymore. The, the but is, this what, is this but what's he happening? He tries to be the awkward kid. I mean, I would think that he would learn. Are you shaming him into being late? Is that why he showed yes. up a little bit late today? And I heard you yes. made him do the dishes, which kudos to you. But yeah, you know, thank you. We have we have, we have <laughs> lives to help over here. Meat after cleaning the whole day and doing laundry. So hey, you guys realize that this isn't the call, right? We're on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank All you, right, babe. Bye. Goodbye. Please take the dog with you. Aren't, aren't <laughs> most of our podcasts basically just calls between us where we're bullshitting? Yeah, apparently. Apparently now we're going to start doing three-way calls and just having random people barge in on our podcast. A little impromptu interview. Yep. But anyway, yeah, so that was, that was that was my funny story with being being early. So then now I'm always like early, but I have been trying to ease up a little bit on it and go on time. And the other day I actually we showed up to an event late because my wife wanted to. Uh you know, you know what I started doing like I used to get anxious if I was running late. Mm-hmm. But what I started doing is if it's not like my event, right? If it's like an event for like my Andrea's side of the family, then I'm just like, you decide when we're going. I don't care. So I, I put I put it on her. I just stop asking questions. I'm like, let me know when we're going and we head out. So that's kind of helped. Uh, when it's our events, though, I still I still make an effort to, to make it on time. Makes um, sense. Except for this podcast, mm-hmm. which, uh, again, I, I, I'll apologize to you on air, Matt. Um, but that's that's all I ever wanted was to hear it. I'm I'm sorry. I'm, uh, I'm so I, sorry. Will I you please forgive me? I wasn't that convinced. That sounded fake. It sounded like you've said that before. Mm. I mean, I have. There's only so many ways Br- to say it. Bring Andrea back. We, we, we need to see if it's genuine. <laughs> uh, but no, no. I. The thing is, I understand why. Right? Like, I don't like it when people are late. So that's why I try not to be late. Uh, again, some things, you know... That there is a scale as far as what I'm okay with being late to and what I'm not. Right? Like if we're trying to play video games, whatever, dude. Like we're screwing around. If I'm late, 
I'm sorry, but something came up that was more important than video games, unfortunately. Uh, for this podcast, again, I try my best to be on time, but just the time that we have it at, it's always like sometimes dinner runs late or sometimes something else runs late or something's going on. So I try to work around it, but you know, sometimes it doesn't work out. We can we can move um, it later. We can move it earlier. We can change days. We can change months. I know. We'll, we can change years. We, we sure can, Matt. We sure can. Just, just change the time on our PC to be in the future. <laughs> and then we're like talking to ourselves from the from the future. Um, yeah, I mean, anyway. it <clears throat> like being on time is like having that boundary with yourself, right? And for me, it's like if if I don't like when other people do something, I purposely will not do that thing. So like I right. hate it when people cut in front of me and don't use their blinker. So if I cut you off, I'm going to use my blinker. I mean, I may still have to get over and it sucks and I'm apologizing and I'm waving my hand type of shit, but at least I'll put my blinker on because I hate it when people don't do it because the blinker is not for you to know where you're going. You know what you're doing. It's for other people to prepare that you're about to make a move, right? Right. Um, but but yeah, I mean, it's just like, <clears throat> I think it, it also shifted a little bit in me because like work with different clients and customers and everything is obviously very dependent on time. Because like if people are late, I usually just like cancel the meeting. I'm like, hey, you get a follow up in five minutes, ten minutes in, I'll call you. Like, if you're not here at that time, I gotta go because I have another meeting. Right, everything starts stacking up, and it's kind of like a running joke sometimes. Some of my coworkers that like people will be like, you know, two three minutes late to a meeting. It's like, yeah, the other meeting started late, and then like that was thirty minutes. So it's like that one little ripple starts to ripple across everything else, and then it starts to you know kind of like fuck up everybody's day so usually like i'm pretty cognizant of it and um when i'm in meetings i'm like okay this is the time we gotta go and some people they're like no i don't have anything after it's okay we can spend an extra minute cool that's fine but you know i want to be like generally aware of it so maybe i'm also just like hyper aware of it as well but um it's something that no, like i mean go ahead no continue continue Sorry. i was just gonna say it's something that was interesting because we we're like talking about boundaries and shit just what do we talk about today right what do we want to focus on and i was like oh let's talk about this because like you were late and i was like well you were late and then we had our little you know back and forth shit that we do because that's how we interact with each other and then at the end we're just like okay cool like you know you you're like hey i'm sorry i was late cool whatever right let's let's move on with it right is, is, is that what we're calling it M matt had a total meltdown i saw his face turn red he turned into the hulk the, the evil hulk right the red one i i totally saw that come out He's like, don't make me mad. Blah, blah, blah. You don't like me when I'm mad. But isn't and the Hulk always and, like, mad? I'm confused. And I had to go and like calm him down. And, is and, is know. Red Hulk sad Hulk? Like instead of angry, he just like cries? <laughs> no, it's it's the evil Hulk. Is it, the, is it just Red Hulk? Is that, what it, is that what he is? I have no clue what his name is. I vaguely remember him. I think it's Red Hulk. Let me see. I know they're She-Hulk because the, they're making the movie. Yeah, it's... Uh, What was his name? Hulk, Evil Hulk. Let me see. No, there's Action Evil Hulk. His name is Evil Hulk. Apparently. All right. I mean, I understand this was you know in the '70s when they were coming up with these names for a lot of people, but they could have been a little more creative. Oh, I guess his name is Abomination. There you go. Oh, Not okay. Bad. I guess. I guess he's not technically red. I don't know why I got that picture. Anyway, I feel, I feel like there matter. is a red Hulk, though. I think I've seen that like, comic. Yeah, I feel like is. I have, too, right? Maybe it's one of those like alternate universe comics where it's, um, yeah. you know, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. So, yeah. 
I, I forget what we were talking about, but yeah, I had to calm that down a little bit. Well, we're just talking about like the boundary aspect, but the thing is like, you know, I was late, like cool. I mean, I wasn't late, sorry. He was late. Um, but, <laughs> oh, you sure were, man. But see, I thought I was going to be late because I had to like, my PC fucked up and it was basically not on fire, but it was basically on fire. So I had to use my old one and set it up. So I was like, fuck, I'm going to be late. I'm going to be late. I'm going to be late. So I was like running through everything, getting set up. And I'm like, like 759 or whatever, right? Like, cool, we're here. And then it was just like, wait, where's the shot? Crickets. And then it was like, wait, 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 wait. And then um, and I texted you and you're like, no, I'm no. the dishes. So I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah, no, I um, totally understand. And again, I, I, I apologize on air for making you wait because I don't like to wait either. I actually, I used to have a rule because I used to be a project manager. And this was something that I learned in college, which I think I've mentioned on this podcast. But, um, the, you know, the, if you're, what was it? If you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. If you're late, you shouldn't even bother showing up. That's something one of my college uh, professors told me. And yet you I dared was... to come here today. Could have been a solo pod. <laughs> I know. No, obviously, I don't follow that to the T, but it is very true. There, There is never an on time, right? Because it, you know, planning to down to the second, pretty much impossible, right? You're either going to be early or you're going to be late. You're either going to get there at if you're recording at eight, you're going to get there at seven fifty nine or past eight, right? Eight minutes and a couple seconds. You're never going to be there at exactly eight zero 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 zero. So, um, so yeah, you just gotta just gotta keep that in mind. Um, yeah, which is why I typically do the same thing where I show up early. Like all my work meetings, I'm there two to five minutes early, just sitting there by myself. And sometimes, if I'm dumb. And I like show up five minutes early for like a customer call or something, right? Normally it's not that big of a gap, but let's just say I like hop in early and I'm waiting on the call and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. Then I go, where the fuck are these guys? Like, why are they late? Because I've already been there for five minutes. Right. And then I look at the time and I'm like, oh, it's okay. They're, they ha- haven't even started yet. Cause you know, usually you yeah. want to give people a little bit of a grace period because potentially they're coming off of another meeting or they like had to run to the bathroom or make coffee or something. Right. Um, I think overall, like with any boundary, it just comes down to the expectation. And like, if you both have the same expectation that you're going to do something at the same time, then when that boundary is broken, you should like do, um, and I'm, I'm not the best at it either. Right. Um, uh, but like you should speak up and like give your like side of things. Um, because then the other person is made aware of it because if they're never right. aware of it, they can never take action upon it. But I think that, you should also come with a potential solution in mind. So like in this case, I would say, oh, okay. Like, I mean, I know you have like the invite on your calendar. It's like, oh, do you have it set to the 10 minute notification? Right. So then, you know, you get a notification 10 minutes before it's going to begin. So if you're doing something, oh, I have 10 minutes to wrap up. Right. And then maybe that will like prevent some of it in the future. Right. So it's kind of like, okay, cool. This is how you made me feel. This is how the situation was. This is my side of it. You know, we, we got through it. It's all good. Right. It wasn't a big of a deal. But then it's like, how do we fix it in the future, right? And if like right. that's what the solution is, if it's something as easy as that, then it kind of makes sense, right? Um, so for me, it's tough because, as I mentioned before, like I can't smell, right? So sometimes when I'm around people that are smoking weed or cigarettes or hookah or anything that's like smoke, I can't smell how strong it is. I have no idea. I can't tell if my clothes smell like it. So in that situation, a lot of times I will ask my friends like, oh, can you go outside or can you not do it inside or like whatever it is right or like hey can you tell me if i smell like smoke because 
I've been to like parties with friends where people are smoking weed and I'll like drive home and then I'm like, fuck, I'm sober, right? But like, fuck, like, what if I smell like weed and I get pulled over? <laughs> and they're like, right. sir, what have you been doing? I was like, nothing, officer, test me, <laughs> you know? Um, so with things like that, that, and mine's obviously a very, very specific case because <laughs> I can't smell. Um, that That's not normal. Um, but, you know, you have to just kind of like, set those boundaries if it's starting to trigger that like anxiety buildup because you don't want it to go from anxiety into anger right we want to like release that pressure valve before it gets to anger because then eventually what will happen is like a shot will show up late i'm like you fucking asshole you showed up late the past 15 times i've had it all tracked in a spreadsheet you know how many hours i've lost on you or whatever and he's like bro i was a minute late what are you talking about you know um and then like and then it's not fair to set that either because then it's like he's not even aware of what's going on right so you know, it's funny. I totally, I totally um, can see you tracking uh, every time I've shown up and how long it's taken me. I love data, and I'm a petty fucking asshole. So I mean, yes, yeah, but I know, I know both of those things. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I haven't, but um, I mean, I do track stuff like work meetings, like who doesn't show up to meetings um, for like customers and stuff. Um, just to be aware of like, okay, this person always, and I mean, it's also to help myself as well. This person doesn't show up. I know I'm going to have to give them a call on their cell phone to see if they're available. Fine. Right. Um, or this person, I started asking them like preemptively, like, Oh, do you just want me to let you know 24 hours before somebody asked for that? And I, and I did, I said 24 hours before I gave them a notification. I was like, Hey, by the way, just reminding you, we have a meeting tomorrow. Let's say like, I don't know, 11 AM or something. Right. And they were like, oh my God, I'm so sorry I missed it. I was like, no, no, tomorrow at 11. You, you asked me to send you, and I was like, don't you guys just use notifications on your emails? Like, what? why do I have to do it, right? Um, that's hilarious. Not everyone so, does, man. Who knows? Yeah, and, and that's the thing. It's like, if you can let somebody know that that's a potential solution and they weren't aware of it, then it might solve the problem, right? All you have to do is just speak up in that regard. But I yeah. mean, what, what are some other... Um, like popular boundaries that you've either had to set or like that you think are pretty pretty common to talk about well real quick going back to what you were saying earlier about um uh, being early to meetings and then like you know <laughs> accusing people of being late um that happens to me a lot i have some coworkers who show up early right and like two minutes before the meeting i'll start getting messages like hey are you showing up to the meeting are you gonna make it to the meeting are you gonna be able to come i'm like uh it's not even, <laughs> you know, it's not even time yet. Like I'm usually stuck in another meeting or doing something else. So then I won't even answer. Like I've gotten to the point where I'm just like, I just join whenever I'm going to join. Cause like it's, it's early guys. Like why, why am I getting all these messages? I used to actually, um, we used to have this, uh, this project manager at work who one time it was like, it was literally five minutes before the meeting and I started getting tech, like I got a message on our Teams uh, app. I got a text message. Um, I think I might have got an email or something. I don't know, like just a whole bunch of stuff asking if I was going to make it to the meeting. I'm like, uh, I have five minutes to join. Like, <laughs> leave me alone. Yeah, that's, that's but, weird because yeah. you still have to like check the time, right? Because then again, if like your expectation is I'm going to show up five minutes early, right? We're going to have a... 1 p.m. meeting be there at 1255 and I expect everybody to be there at 1255 then it's not a 1 p.m. meeting it's a 1255 meeting right yeah. it's it's a very different thing 
And I mean, it, it kind of sucks because I probably have put myself in that situation because I always try to show up about five to 10 minutes before a meeting starts. And I'll call in and I'll just put myself on mute and then I'll do whatever I need to do. That way I don't have to worry about the meeting. Like, because this used to happen to me where I would get caught up doing something. Then like I would check and it's like, oh shit, I'm a minute or two minutes late to the meeting or something. So now I always just, you know, I get the notification 15, 15 minutes before. I usually, you know, plan on calling in. I'll call in about five minutes before, put myself on mute and then, you know, continue doing my work until some other people show up. Hmm. Maybe just set your notification to like a minute or two minutes before. So you're like right on the cusp of it instead of being like the early bird that's like going to chat with people potentially. Yeah, but then sometimes I miss my notification. Hmm. So that way, like 15 minutes is like, I feel like good enough time. Like even if I miss it, like I'm going to check it within the next 10 to 15 minutes. Ah, I got you. Okay. Yeah, it, it's different though. It's different when it's for work and when it's for this podcast. Because I see the way you're looking at me. Because <laughs> because I know, I know, but I I know that because when it's for work, right? I have my work like I'm at my computer. It pops up. I literally see it flashing at me every five seconds. But when I'm at home, my phone isn't usually on me unless I'm actually on it. And during those times, I'm mm. I'm on time. That makes sense. But if like my phone is somewhere else and I'm taking care of something, like I might get a notification on my watch, but I don't like check it right away. And by the time I get to my phone, I'm like, oh, shit, like, you know, you, you do realize passed. you do realize you have what, you know, on your wrist, your Apple watch that has greater computing power than the computer and the, the space station and the system that took us to the moon multiple times over. Yes, um, I know. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I just don't check it. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you know, you can't always check it, man. You there's, if you're doing dishes, I don't want to like keep looking up, get get it wet and shit. Mm. You know it's waterproof, right? <sighs> Matthew, Matthew. Anyway, starting, other starting popular to get a boundaries. Fan on these excuses, but hey, that's a other good point. popular boundaries. Hold on, no, no, we're moving on. No, it's a good we're point because on. here's the thing, right? Like I'm I'm like joking around, right? But when you side, it's you showing your boundary, right? You're like, hey, let's just move on. Right. You're like, let's let's not pick on this anymore. So then I need to sure. respect that. I mean, we're magnifying it right now for the for the podcast, but it's like I need to respect that. And just like, OK, like it's time to move on. Just let it go type of thing. Right. Right. You know? So, yeah. So what are you saying? For yeah. I mean, uh, other popular boundaries, I think a lot of times when it comes to roommates, like I've had roommates in the past, I'm sure you have like setting boundaries with your roommates as far as can you come into my room? Like. You know, can you do this? Like, should you touch my dishes or my food or like, you know, th things of that sort? Even even at work, um, when I was still in the office, there was someone that would, like take people's sandwiches or like take people's string cheese. And it was like, uh, that's not cool, guys. Like, I feel like you should respect that, like to begin with. But like now that I know you're doing it now, I'm setting like I'm, I'm clarifying this boundary that don't take my sandwiches or my food like if it's not yours if you haven't brought it in and doesn't say like community sandwiches free for everyone to take like leave it alone um so there's boundaries like that i think another popular one is when you have kids um as they get older sort of the boundaries that come with kids right like i think when they're young obviously you know you should know what they're doing their door should be open like you know making sure that they're careful and stuff. But as they get older and they start developing relationships and, um, you know, having their own life, you know, there's, there's certain boundaries that like, you don't, you don't cross, right? Like 
I know when I was uh, in my teenage years, I definitely didn't want, you know, anyone checking my phone, for example, right? Because then it's like, you know, I'm chatting with people, it's, it's personal, right? That's like a boundary. Uh, and I think that that is another really great boundary is people's cell phones. Um, I think people are, you know, they, a lot of people have their whole lives on those things and allowing someone access to it is kind of like allowing someone to read your diary. It's in a sense, it's, it's very personal. Yeah, definitely. Um, with the, the roommate type situation, cause I've had a lot of roommates, um, you know, you do need to kind of like have those meetings to set stuff up front. And I always, I always try to because I'm the goddamn planner. I'm like, yo, let's let's have a roommate meeting and discuss everything. And people are like, eh, we don't need to do it. We'll just figure it out. I'm like, that's not how this works. But, you know, like there are things that are just weird that you would assume are like the case. Like people eating your sandwiches at work, right? Or like a situation I ran or into where I bought like, uh, you know, like those cuties, uh, the little. um, Yeah. Like or, mandarins. Mandarin oranges. Yeah. Okay. Um, I like bought them and I had them out on the the countertop and I like came home and they were gone and I was like yo what the fuck and I like, texted everybody in the house right and they're like bro they're on the countertop like the countertop is fair game and I was like that is nobody has ever once said that that was the case and also like why would I put like why would you eat the entire fucking thing of it and like you know that they're not yours right so I think some people like will always be like take 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 because they don't respect other people's boundaries and then after that it's like okay fine if there's food on the countertop and it is not yours please do not eat it because i might just be leaving it out there because i'm not going to put it in the fucking fridge right or something of that nature right and like typically for me the way i will phrase it to people is like i don't care if you want to eat something that i have probably like nine times out of ten i'll say you can have it uh, I just need to know that it's gone. So if I think I'm coming home to, I don't know, the Subway sandwich I bought or some shit, whatever, right? And it's no longer there. I'm going to be pissed because nobody asked, hey, could I eat your sandwich? Right? Yeah. The same way at work, right? You're, you're at work. You're like, oh, I'm going to go get my lunch. And somebody ate your string cheese or your sandwich or whatever. Like, you're going to get pretty pissed. So you would assume that's common knowledge. But, you know, uh, let's just... Let's just say the first time it's okay. And then if it happens after that and you've told people the boundary, then that's when like you, you almost like need to get upset to express the boundary because then you un like people, you're letting people know that they can't cross it. Right. So like it'll happen a lot with anxiety where if somebody says, oh, I don't want to drive, right. Let's say they're anxious about driving or I don't want to go to that party if they have social anxiety or I don't want to drink that alcohol because I don't like the way it makes me feel or whatever it is. Right. Right. People will, will peer pressure you and keep trying to push you, push you, push you. And eventually what will happen is you'll probably get angry and like yell at them. Right. Because they're, they're not respecting that boundary. Like you've told them no, you told them no, told them no, they're not listening. And um, typically for me, I think like, I mean, I've, I've told people straight up, I was like, look, I've told you no twice. If I tell you no again, it's not going to go the way you think it is because I am very stubborn. I've, I already don't want to do what you're asking me to do. I'm not going to back down. And I'm going to make you look like a fucking idiot. Um, when it comes to like forcing people to drink and shit, like in college, um, that, that was always my stance. Like I've told you no twice. Like you don't want to get to a third time. Like, you know, very much that third strike rule with me. So, yeah, I mean, I, I very much have 
three strike rule as well, which I've talked about before. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. With like reaching out to people and them not following up and stuff, right? So like, if you're setting that boundary and kind of that, but then like if you set the expectation of you know, it, it, it's it's both ways. Like you have to set the expectation and then enforce the boundary. So there's really two parts in that because if you have always let your friends like not respond to you or something in that situation and then you keep texting them they think that's the expectation but right. if you say look if i send you something you don't respond and this is kind of the annoying thing sometimes with working with like a lot of customers across different industries and stuff is if if i send you a meeting invitation and you accept it i expect you to be there right um but like if i keep reaching out to you for something and you're just not responding whatever maybe you're busy right but then if you reach out to me when you need me and it's like I reach out to you the past like six months and you have ghosted me and now all of a sudden you want my help, you're not going to get a favorable outcome. Right. Right. It's like if somebody sends me an email, I'll respond. And if I fuck up and don't respond, I'll just say, hey, I'm sorry, I missed this and respond later. So. No, no, definitely. I think those are all really good points. Um, I think some other boundaries that we can talk about. There's obviously... Uh, we are rated our podcast, of course, but there are, you know, relationship boundaries when it comes to whether, you know, the way you guys communicate in a relationship or, you know, what different topics that, you know, people can approach within a relationship, whether it's a friendship uh, or a significant other or something else. Um, you know, maybe there's certain topics that are off. Maybe there's some experiences that people have gone through that they're not comfortable talking about. So you have to respect those boundaries. Um, there are obviously sexual boundaries that some people, you know, do not want to cross and there's things that they don't want to do. So remember, you know, always get consent, always talk about it first, make sure that you know each other's boundaries. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, I feel like there's boundaries in, in so many different places and I, I think people need to realize that one, you need to respect other people's boundaries. And two, you need to define those boundaries in, in most cases. Because if you don't define your boundaries and then you get mad that someone crossed it, how are they supposed to know? You know, Matt Matt brought up a great example in the beginning. If he hasn't, you know, if, if he didn't tell me today that, hey, you know, you're late again and, you know, started being Naggy Maddie, which is my new nickname for him. Um, if he didn't start doing that, I obviously, you know, obviously I, I, I know that it bothers him because it bothers me when I'm late, but like, I wouldn't know to what extent and I wouldn't know like what that boundary is. So I might've done it again, but now I'll be more conscious of not doing that. Like you said, you know, take some action. I moved up my notification to 30 minutes before now. Um, so I, I actually, again, when I said add notifications to your phone, I saw you grab your phone and I was like, there it is. <laughs> I already had notifications. I just moved it up. <laughs> ah, gotcha. Um, but yeah, again, define your boundaries, respect other people's boundaries. And that, you know, that's how you avoid one mental angst for yourself, right? Feeling anxious yourself. But that's also how you keep other people from feeling anxious or from feeling any kind of uh, stress or anything else. Uh, because now you're respecting their boundaries and you're not, um, you know, you're not, you're not pressuring them. You're not, you're not putting any extra strain on them that you don't need to. Yeah. Great point. Right. F first, you have to define it. 
what it is and kind of like what happens if somebody crosses it right if it is a absolute if it's kind of like a eh, if somebody's a minute or two late it's okay right but you know especially on things like um like dates because you know you're talking a little bit about some of the relationship side where if you're going on a first date with somebody and they're 15 minutes late what do you do um you know I if mean, they're 25 30 minutes late what do you do you know obviously if they're 30 seconds late you're not like i'm bailing on this date and you fucking storm <laughs> off right because because you haven't set that expectation with them and also like that seems very much like you're going to get into a lot of problems right you have to have some flexibility but there are i mean i've been in situations like that where people have come late to dates and sometimes i leave I'm like hey if you're not going to respect my time i'm dipping out right like like we go to a coffee shop cool i'm just gonna get coffee and go home like i don't give a fuck um and then there's times when somebody's like oh i'm sorry i'm gonna be like you know an, an extra 10 minutes later whatever they're already late and i was like cool you can buy me coffee you can make up for it right then i get free coffee that's great with me um damn man let's just let's just say i've had i'm just gonna leave it at damn too many <laughs> too many cups of coffee no i'm just kidding um but you, you know it's it's like if you're going to set that, obviously, when you tell somebody like, hey, meet me at this time, the expectation that you're both going to be at, the, at that time, right? But in the example you gave earlier, like when you're dealing with your, maybe your dad or your sister or your community at large, whatever it may be, right? Your friends and family. Um, and the expectations that everybody's going to be an hour late. That's That's the thing. It's like when I tell you six, the expectation is seven because I'm expecting you to be late. So if you show up at seven... You're not really hurting my feelings because I expected you to show up at seven, right? The issue right. comes into it when like I say be there at six sharp and then you show up at 7.30 or in the reverse case with Andrea, you show up like an, you know on time or early and then now you're just the awkward kid off to the side who's like, uh, what do I do? Hey, let me help you set up. <laughs> Who has to make excuses and leave. That, that, that's what you do. Right. And then like you feel awkward and then... It, it, it's 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 like it causes a lot of unnecessary awkwardness and anxiety because the easiest thing to do is just communicate your needs sorry it's not easy right. but the, the easiest path forward is to communicate your needs like with roommates i've been in situations where somebody's like getting getting you know getting mad at you like i can't believe you didn't do this and you didn't do this and i was like you never told me to do those things like how was i supposed right. to know that you were going to do those things right and then that's when you can have an opportunity to speak but obviously if somebody's like emotional and they're pissed off at you it's going to be a lot harder to have that productive conversation yeah no i totally agree i i, I do like the approach that uh, uh that sheldon has in uh in the big bang theory when it comes to roommates he has that uh have you seen the big bang theory i i've seen a bunch of episodes but i don't know what specifically you, you, you should totally watch the whole thing because it's an amazing show but uh he he whoops out this humongous humongous roommate agreement that covers <laughs> everything like li literally covers every single aspect of being a roommate down to what time you can use the restroom uh how far away you need to stand when you're flossing just like all kinds of stuff. It's it, it's pretty hilarious, and he references it a lot. So, um, yeah, I think that's my new go-to. That way, you you know, he sets his boundaries, he sets his expectations, and you sign it. So it's a le it's a legally binding document. There you go. You should always read what you sign. But I it agree. it does make sense too. I I know we touched on this a little bit before with relationships as well, where like if your expectation is to have kids and theirs isn't, 
and then you guys get down the road and that boundary becomes realized, then it can cause a lot of issues, right? If somebody's like, I absolutely do not want to have kids and somebody says, I 100% do, then you have to compromise on your boundaries. And if your boundary is like immovable, then it becomes a big issue. Right, so right. there's like grades Define of boundaries. boundaries. I think that's the that's the lesson here is define your boundaries. Yeah, define it and enforce it. You know, let yeah. people know, enforce it. And then um, when people cross those boundaries, either say something or do something. Yep, I agree. All right, well, I think we're coming up on a boundary to the end of this episode. So let's let's make sure we respect that and we don't cross it. <laughs> Thank you all for listening this week. Uh, Matt Matt put his hands up. He's miming of an invisible uh, boundary that he cannot cross. Um, thank you all for listening. Stay safe. Stay healthy. <laughs> and we'll talk to you guys on Thursday, maybe, if I'm uh, not jet lagged and can uh, record an episode next week. But I'm sure you'll you'll hear Matt's voice for sure. His sexy, sexy voice. Give us a little taste of it, Matt. My sexy, sexy voice. There he goes. All right, everyone. Have a good one.